God is with you. Let us pray. Scandalous God, sowing weeds among the crop, raising bread with impure yeast, offering treasure beyond price, casting a net that catches good and bad. Throw down our mean idols of purity and possession and let the Son of Man show us your inclusive, provocative, wide-branching love through Jesus Christ. Amen. One of the fundamental notions in quantum physics is that every particle or quantum entity may be described as either a particle or a wave. You probably remember this from your high school physics class. This duality, wave or particle, describes almost everything except light. In the 11th century, Arabic scientist Ibn al-Haytham was the first to propose that light rays were composed of particles of light. In 1630, René Descartes accredited and popularized the opposing theory that light was a wave. In 1670, Isaac Newton weighed in, saying it was a particle because light travels in straight lines. His contemporaries, Hook, Huggins, and Fresnel, showed that light traveled at different speeds in different media, so it was a wave. On and on, this discussion went into the early 20th century when Einstein weighed in on the wave versus particle debate. Einstein proposed that a beam of light is not a wave propagating through space, but rather a collection of discrete wave packets, or photons. It was for this so-called photoelectric effect that Einstein won the Nobel Prize in 1921. About this duality issue in light, Einstein wrote, it seems as though we sometimes use one theory, wave, and sometimes the other, particle, while at times we may use either. We are faced with a new kind of difficulty. We have two contradictory pictures of reality. Separately, Neither of them fully explains the phenomena of light, but together they do. Such is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven requires multiple explanations, multiple allegories, multiple parables, which is exactly what we have today. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, like a huge pearl like a buried treasure. The kingdom of heaven is like a huge net that collects everything in its path. All of these tell us something about heaven, about God's kingdom. Separately, none of them fully explains the phenomena, but together they do. It's not either or, it's both and, and then, and then, and then. Heaven is both eternal communion with the divine and a way of being here and now. It is both eternal and present, both individual and collective. The kingdom is so much bigger than we imagine, 
and so much smaller, more vulnerable, weaker, intimate. New Testament scholar Caroline Lewis reminds us that Jesus could have chosen other parables, parables that described the power known in Jesus's time. Jesus could have said, the kingdom of heaven is like the Roman Empire. The kingdom of heaven is like an army. The kingdom of heaven is like a king. The kingdom of heaven is like a cedar of Lebanon, like an elephant, like a bear or a lion. Instead, Jesus's examples are small, weak, and commonplace. They are the fodder for liberation theology, God's preferential option for the poor. Recently, we have witnessed the power of something small changing the entire planet. The coronavirus, one microorganism that has changed the world. It is uncomfortable, but it is true. Small, weak things can change the world. One thing that the kingdom of heaven is not in these parables is safe. It is not safe and it is not easy. The kingdom of heaven is risky. The kingdom of heaven is always asking us to risk what we have been for the sake of who we will be. The kingdom of heaven, the community of the divine, the God love life transforms us just as love always transforms us. You've seen it happen. It's probably happened to you. A young woman falls in love, sells her home, quits her job, moves across the country to be with the person she loves. Thank you, Mary Beth. A drug addict sees her newborn baby, gets sober, and makes a life for the child. You get the idea. Love transforms us. It transforms the world around us. And yet love is always with us. The kingdom of heaven is always with us. It is like light. Light is everywhere, and we do not fully understand it. Even today, physicists continue to debate issues of what exactly light is. Heisenberg and others have shown us that uncertainty is part of the tiniest fabric of being, that there are unknowable parts of what we know. And still, light is everywhere. Its mystery calls us. It invites us. It invites us to know and see how little we know about that which is around us always. God is calling us, beckoning us to transformational love. It is right here with us now, whether we know it or not. Songwriter Towns Van Zant wrote, There ain't no dark till something shines. This week in the heavens above our lonely planet, something shined. The comet Neowise lit up the sky. On Wednesday, after our kids went to bed, Mary Beth was on a call and I drove up to the ridge to East Camino Cielo and watched the color disappear from the sky over Lake Kachuma. I watched the first stars appear in the sky, and then when the darkness overcame the last rays of day, I saw it. A huge, bright 
celestial snowball just below the Big Dipper. The tail was almost as long as my outstretched thumb. It was gorgeous. For a moment, I forgot about the pandemic and all of the grief and loss and uncertainty. And I found my place in the great dance of time. Turning of the heavens and all that is in them, I watched a comet pass our planet that won't be back for 6,000 years. And I felt renewed, ready to commit myself to the best that is and was and will be. As Towns Van Zant sang, there ain't no dark till something shines, and I'm bound to leave this dark behind. Amen. The mustard seed this week is to remember the mustard seed. That's recursive, so <laughs> let me just call it out. Just remember that the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. That is it's like something tiny that grows into something huge. Remember that the tiniest things that you do make a difference. Live into that mustard seed way of being. Remember the mustard seed this week. Have a great week. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For the prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who are sick and afraid, for the houseless and the mentally ill, for the marginalized and the victimized.
We pray for Stephen, for Joan, for Diane, for Diana, for Robert, for Amelia, for Amalia, Barbara, Callie, for all the unemployed, for UCSB and all the students and teachers, for all who are struggling with the uncertain future, for a sign of life to come. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And be the time to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.